ho, ho, and a Merry Christmas to all of our listeners. This is, of course, we're drunk and we know things. This is, of course, Christmas. I've been drinking wine. It's our first wine cast. Of course. Of course, of course, a horse, a horse. This is the Christmas episode where we're, I don't know. No, we're keeping this in. This is the Christmas episode of We're Drunk and We Know Things. So we've had too much to drink. We're amongst friends. We're in one of my favorite places, we're in good the cheer. Embassy Club. We're full of good Which, cheer. Which, at the time that this is released, is going to close tomorrow. Oh. Ah. I mean, ah, that's sad. We're drinking Venus Orzal. And God help us, we're talking about Father Christmas. That's what I do. I drink. And I know things. You wouldn't believe the depths I've had to go to over the last week to discover where Father Christmas, where Santa Claus came from. Like the moral depths. Like you've had to go into alleyways, beat up snitches. Honestly, this this (laughs) shit gets weird. Like how weird? Like, Like... Hentai weird? Prehistory weird. How do you know about it if it's prehistory? Because people have post-it notes. I don't know. Then I'd argue that's history, but okay, let's yeah. move on. Well, no, but it's, it, the, the point is it's actually a genre that's actually been studied and nobody can agree on anything, and it's probably just a bunch of historians making stuff up. Right. But they're doing so in authoritative voices, and they're getting it published. No. Sure. Uh, so, Father Christmas, you think of as what? Define him. Big old jolly guy, red suit. Che- rosy cheeks, amazing, big old, big, big, big old, old belly, tummy, big old belly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So that's, uh, oh, Father and gives Christmas. and gives presents to kids and sneaks Father down Christmas chimneys. from the past hundred years. He's a house burglar, but reverse again. A house burglar, weird. <laughs> sure. So let's start with the easiest uh, hook that we can possibly find for Father it's the Christmas. hook of big ass candy cane. No, the hook is <laughs> the easiest thing that we can latch onto that actually has some credibility. Right. His titties. Um, St. Nicholas. Yes. And his titties. <laughs> and his titties. I heard. St. Nicholas and his titties. Best band name of all time, by the way. So, St. Nicholas was, um, well, he's now St. Nicholas. At the time, he was just Nicholas. Was one of his miracles getting down a chimney? No. But we'll come on to his miracles in a moment. Sure. Um, he was born in the city of Patara, which is a port uh, on the Mediterranean Sea uh, in what is now Turkey. Sure. So Father Christmas is Turkish. Uh, well, to gotcha. be fair, you know, St. George is Macedonian. Or something. Yeah, fair, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, so yeah, Father Christmas is Turkish. So I'm guessing he's short, a bit swarthy. <laughs> stay away from that kind of stuff, shall we? We're going to be talking about a lot of nationalities tonight. We are. Let's, let's stay away I from am, the stereotypes. Believe me, I am not the most Listen, racist thing in this podcast. Three glasses from now, when I start doing stuff. a Japanese accent, it'll be right. different, but not now. <laughs> St. Nicholas was, uh, Nicholas was born to a very wealthy family of Greek Christians living in Turkey. Right. Which the suggests... <laughs> oh, no, they're Egyptian. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I get hauled over the calls for Swarthy, yeah. and you're allowed to just... No. Yeah, I am, yeah. Right. <laughs> His parents died. It was sad. Oh. Uh, Nicholas is said to have donated all of their wealth to right. the poor and the needy. Right. And... Sure. Mug. Um, basically was indoctrinated into the church um, by his uncle. Right. Jesus. 
Father Christmas's uncle is Jesus. Really? Everybody knows that, Rob. No, his uncle was Rick. <laughs> Rick. Rick Christ. No, Jesus's cousin. Saint Rick. <laughs> Saint Rick. Uncle of Saint Nick. <laughs> Saint Rick. Patron saint of leather jackets. <laughs> so. So anyway. Why is Nicholas just... considered the precursor to being Father Christmas? Because in one of his most famous uh, um, uh, parables, no. um, it is told that he heard of a devout man who had once been rich, right. but was now poor. Classic. Classic parable. That's pretty much me before we recorded and after we recorded tonight. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. The man had three daughters. Nice. And by virtue of being poor, <laughs> could not afford a dowry. Sure. Sure. And because this was the time it was, without a dowry and a husband, the daughters had no choice but to become prostitutes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sorry, story as old as time. Classic, yeah, classic. Um, you know what, but independent though, weren't they? And you know what I'm saying? Nicholas, <laughs> having wealth beyond his means, um, no, the other one, wealth within his means, he had wealth to spare. He had wealth. <laughs> he did go to the house of this poor, previously wealthy man. And he gave those women money. No, because he was shy, so he chucked a purse full of gold through the window. So he cut a hole in the door. And then he, anyway. No, no, he chucked it through the window. <laughs> right, okay. Now, I'm not sure in terms of timing chucked if they'd invented the glazing yet. Right, sure. I mean, it's turkey, so it's probably hot. Probably had the window open. So, Fair. well, or it was just a big hole in the house. It's true. Maybe no glass at all. Yeah. Um, so, he did this for the first night, and for the second night, and on the third night, he got busted. Because right. after the second time you wake up and somebody's broken your window with a big pouch of gold. And especially if the gold isn't enough to cover the cost of the glass. Well, I'm, I'm guessing it was. Or you just leave it open. And, but he just sure. went around the other By side the of the second night you're like, let's leave the window open. There's some a different window. <laughs> yeah. He likes yeah. the sound it made. Yeah. Um, and that's why baubles are made of glass. Anyway, so he <laughs> gave this family... No. What else were they going to make them out of? Plastic? Which was invented when? Recently. <laughs> and baubles were invented when? They could have carved them out of wood. But they did. All right. Well, I didn't know well, that. You're the one doing so the podcast about Chinese. Christmas. I don't know. The Victorians wanted... We'll, we'll come on to what the Victorians well, exactly. wanted. Exactly. Right, Jeez. anyway, so he chucked three bags of gold. You can travel back in time later and have a go at me for not knowing he it. He can cost two of the three women. <laughs> right. Sure, exactly. Well, they, they were under the window. Uh, no. Uh, and that's where and the two ugly sisters come from. They didn't have to... Actually, might be. Oh, anyway, okay. they didn't have to become prostitutes. Right. Because they could get married right. and spend their entire life serving a man for no pay at all. Perfect. The way it should be. I mean, nothing. Hey. <laughs> right, so, another <laughs> classic tale... From the annals of St. Nicholas. Mm. Tells how during a terrible famine, Nicholas was travelling across the land. And he also saved another group of prostitutes. Is this guy always around groups of prostitutes? Well, he's the patron <laughs> like saint of a lot of things. Everything, it's like, and then he happened upon a group no, of prostitutes. Is, and then he, he saved happened them. upon a butcher in a local town. Right. In a, 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 a land that was struck by famine. Right. And that butcher was selling meat. Right. And it was prostitute and meat. So, no, St. Nick, Nick said, I question your meat and you. 
Sure. I mean, that's how you'd say it. That's how you'd say it. Turns out the butcher had lured three children into his house. Oh, my God. Wait, it gets better. And he He, raped them and then he killed a cow. he killed them. Okay. (laughs) He cut them up. Right. And he had brined them in barrels intending listen, to sell them. And listen, that's a terrible thing. But you've got to respect a professional who brines his meat before he roasts it. I mean, that is the best way to treat your meat. It's this terrible way he did. But at least he acted with a bit of class and treated that meat with the respect it reserved. Yeah, but do you really want to have kindergarten pastrami? Well, I mean, he ate veal. Slightly I've different. Seen, I've seen kids less cute than a baby cow. True. Anyway... <laughs> St. Nicholas We're saw done through. We're done taking this dance off, I'd eat a child. St. Nicholas but... saw through. Sure. Learn the signals when I'm trying to get you sharp because you're <laughs> embarrassing yourself on the internet. Uh, St. Nicholas saw through the butcher's ruse. Yes. And apparently resurrected the pickled children, and this is literally how they're known. What? By giving the sign of the cross over each barrel. Is this a pickle rig situation, or is this a... No, no, they were actually chopped up and pickled. Wow. Dead. Chopped up, pickled, but... Reconstituted. And up they come. Sure. I just want to go back to you saying the Butcher's Ruse, because it sounds like the best pub name of all time. <laughs> Where are you going, Butcher's Ruse? <laughs> okay, right. I mean, anyway, sure. so St. Nicholas... So that's his second miracle. Uh, yeah, well, the first one was chucking a bag of coins at a hall through a window. <laughs> second one, resurrecting... That's a legit miracle. Yeah. That's a legit miracle. If yeah. it happened. Fine. Um, Assume so. Hilariously, after this, he returned from the Holy Land... <laughs> Oh, and this is travels. all in Jerusalem. No, no, right? he travelled. Sure. He wandered. Reindeer? Uh, no. No reindeer yet. Okay. We'll work, out on, we'll work on reindeer in a minute. <laughs> he was from the land of Myra where he'd grown up. Mm-hmm. His uncle was from there and his uncle was previously the bishop. Right. Um, actually, that's a lie. His uncle was the bishop. He died. The bishop had succeeded his uncle and he died. And so the priests in Myra had got together and determined that in a moment of amazing, absolutely brilliant church succession, the next person to walk into the church Mm -hmm. would be declared the new bishop. Incredible. Incredible. That's like how, like, next person that walks through the door wins a truck. Yeah. Free lifetime of beef or something. If you can pull this sword out of this rock, you're the king of England. It's that kind of bullshit. Yeah. Uh, And Nicholas, being a devout man, went to church early. He was made the bishop of Myra. Those and kids died weren't gonna resi- and was then sanctified. Right. So. so that's two miracles, though. How many do you want? I thought you had to have three miracles to become a saint. <laughs> no. All right, sorry, I'm picking holes in this thing about the guy that resurrected pickled kids, I guess. I guess I'm just a realist. <laughs> so, Nicholas, as a saint, Saint yep. Nicholas at this point, is now the patron saint of, are you ready for this? Sure. It's a long list. Children, right? Obs, sure. pickled or otherwise. <laughs> pickled or otherwise, yeah. Coopers, oh barrel makers. Yeah, but it seems kind of a bit ironic, given that the kids were in a barrel. They were in a barrel. Well, the barrel makers weren't to know. Um, he did actually have a third miracle. Go on. But it's not relevant to this story, so I didn't tell it. Right. Uh, he was sailing on a ship. Sure. With some other people, and the sea got really big, and he did the whole calm your waves, and yeah. the storm went away. That's a classic Bible miracle. Yeah. Controlling so he's also water, which, the patron saint of yeah. sailors and fishermen for this reason. Fishermen, sailors, barrel makers, and children. Merchants. Sure. Fucking Seems hell. Seems a bit broad. Right, yeah, that does. Broadcasters. I'm sorry, what? Broadcasters. Broadcasters. He is our patron saint right now. But hang on. Were there broadcasters when he was sanctified? No. Uh, this one right. I love. 
It's, it's the ultimate dichotomy. Uh, the falsely accused and repentant thieves. Right. Amazing. So either you didn't nick it or you did, but you're sorry. Either way, he's got your back. <laughs> uh, brewers. Nice. Big up. Big up. Uh, big up. Pharmacists. Pharmacists? Yeah. Archers. So just like whatever was left, basically, isn't it? Apparently. I want the sick and the needy. Hang no, he hasn't was taken. It gets better. <laughs> Pawnbrokers. Pawnbrokers. And in a classic throwback, prostitutes. No, well, that will help out the pawnbrokers. But no, depending he, on how you spell he it. Stopped, his miracle is he stopped three women becoming prostitutes, but he's also the patron saint. Was of he like meant to save them from becoming prostitutes? I don't know. I'm done. Right. Anyway. So it is so. whatever's left, isn't it? It's yeah. like poor and the needy. No, that one's taken. Uh, sick kids. No, that one's taken. Kids in general. Oh, you're lucky. That one's still on the list. Nobody Barrel went that makers. So I think at first he was like butchers. No. Bakers. No. Candlestick makers. No. Barrel makers. Sure. St. Nicholas's legend... Yes. Um, ...was then bizarrely picked up by a bunch of other slightly connected random countries. OK. And we're going to focus on the Netherlands, because they're the, or- the origin of a character who they called Sinterklaas. 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 Sinterklaas, OK. Um, although I'm guessing it was the Netherlands, so it's Schinterklaas. Sure. Stop. <laughs> stop, stop. The Schinterklaas is not ready. Anyway, no, I'm not. It's podcast. It's oh, not ready. Dear no. Oh, God. No, dear God. Um, and that's derived directly from uh, Sinter being the Dutch for saint and Nicholas. They shortened it. Okay. See what they did there? Yeah, I get you. He's the main Christmas figure in the Netherlands and a large portion of Europe. In a yeah, weird yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, constantly depicted as an elderly, stately, and serious man. Mm-hmm. So, listener at home, imagine me, now imagine the opposite. You got it. Because you're a skinny tween. What? <laughs> I'm just okay, in this don't... for the likes, brah. Sure. Check out my YouTube channel. Right, now is the time. baby, I'm all over You're TikTok. Marshmallow, and I'm PewDiePie. It's time to reveal that. I'm not PewDiePie because I'm not a massive racist. Anyway, let's move on. Neither is he, but he's very blonde and very Scandinavian and oh wait. Says racist things all the time. Yeah. Oh, fucking YouTube. Anyway, anyway so he also wears a long red cape. Over and it was a cape, not like a whole thing. It was a cape. No, no. Right, it was okay. a long red cape over oh. something that's called a uh, bishop's alb. Oh, yeah. Which is basically, um, you know the dress that they wear in church? Yeah, some are wearing. Yeah, yeah, it has a name. Right. Called an alb. He sounds like a red KKK outfit. Are you well, sure no, he wasn't a grand a dragon? <laughs> over a KKK outfit without the pointy hat. Sure, Because he okay. used to wear a mitre, which is a different type of pointy <laughs> hat. <laughs> sure. Okay, this, um, this is filling me with confidence. Yeah. Uh, traditionally, he is pictured as carried, or uh, uh, described as carrying, a big red book. Right. In which he has written whether each child has been either good or bad Naughty in or the nice. previous year. Oh. Naughty okay. or nice. Yeah, okay, right, okay. And traditionally, much like Death the Destroyer, he rides a pale white horse. Does he really? Wow. He does. Okay. Um, I love this bit. Uh, so in the Netherlands, the horse used to be called Amerigo. Amerigo? Am- Amerigo? Um, yeah, let's go with Amerigo. It it's where cooler. we got Amerigo round from. 
No, uh, it's not. No, nice, it's not. Try. Yeah, it's nice try. Nice try. In 2019, the Dutch decided that Amerigo had had a good run. <laughs> yeah. um, and he was pensioned. In other words, in 2019, the Dutch killed Santa's horse. Sent him off to pasture. And replaced him with a new horse called Oso Schnell. Oso oh, sure, sure. oh, so fast. Oh, so fast. So Schnell is German for well, fast. Well, Schnell, yeah. but yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Because um, oh, so German fast. and Dutch has a lot in common. Sure. So, yeah, that happened. They killed Santa's horse. Well, this year they've done that. Uh, yeah. Seems a bit late in the day to be altering the myth of Santa Claus, if but you're okay. mix it up, I mean, come sure. on. Got to keep it fresh. Controversially. Yes. Sinterklaas was uh, assisted by a character who was known as Zwart Piet. Black Peter. Um, he's Dutch. a helper who was dressed in uh, Moorish attire. Okay. And is commonly portrayed by um, basically white Dutch people dressing up in uh, colourful garments and regrettably blacking up. Okay. Now, traditionally, Jvard uh, Piet would also carry a birch rod. Mm-hmm. That he would use to spank the children who had been naughty. Okay, but that's not tied into the Krampus legend, where Krampus does the same thing in Germany. Oh, it's not believe the same me, thing. everything here is connected. Okay, okay, okay. Um, some of the older songs actually refer back to um, naughty children being kidnapped by Svartpiet. Sure. He carried a sack, right? A okay. big sack, right? Okay. With children in it, I guess. Sure, yeah, I guess. Um, and fantastic calves and thighs on that guy to carry that oh, yeah. bag all the time. Yeah, um, ripped his hell. And there is a, a modern argument that uh, the fact that he is blacked up could be um, a, an insensitive reference to Moorish heritage. Mm. Or it could be that according to the legends, uh, he spent his entire time, when he wasn't kidnapping children, um, on rooftops listening down chimneys to determine whether or not the children had in fact been good or oh, bad. Oh, so that's where the chimney thing comes from. Um, obviously, it was massively racist. The reality is they might have tried to tweak it over the years. Sure, so that's where it's come from. Over the years, it's been um, more acceptably absorbed into culture to make yeah. it more palatable for right-thinking people. I say, I think we'll leave it for an exercise for the listener to work out if this was, in fact... A horrifically racist thing? I'm sure it's fun not doing a third take at this, so yeah, yeah, sure, let's leave it to the listener, yeah. (laughs) Um, The weird thing is that you take this stuff back even further, um, and we're going back before St. Nicholas, and there are parallels that we can draw to Norse mythology. Okay. uh, And specifically Odin. Right, okay. So, um, Odin used to run uh, the Wild Hunt, Yes, of course. Yeah, sure. Of course. Yeah. I mean, allegedly, yeah. right? And he used to ride a white horse. Sure. That flew. Because, you know. But not a Pegasus, because that was Greek. Um, well, again, where did they get it from? Literally, the thing about researching this episode is you start digging, and all of a sudden you realize that all of the mythologies of all the worlds. Yeah are massively incestuous and massively crossed next, over. Let's, next Christmas, let's do The Birth of Christ. <laughs> you, um, you, you think some of the stuff you've added to, out, out of this, I'm upset about. Let's do The Birth of Christ. Oh, no, we can, we can be on the same side of that one. So, uh, yeah, so Odin used to uh, fly through the night. He was accompanied by two ravens. 
Okay, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, they were called... Uh, <laughs> I literally know this because I've read American Gods by Neil Gaiman. Yep. That's uh, literally so the reason Hugin and Moonin. Yep, yep. And the two Mac Ravens would also listen at chimneys. Did one of the Ravens have a red beak? Uh, I don't know. Not my notes. Maybe. Sure. Why not? Um, they would listen at chimneys. Or it's a joke at, that landed well. Or, it's at, good. <laughs> or at firehold. Why? Yeah. I don't know. Just like a Rudolph thing, innit? Trying to oh. keep it light. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Raven? Yeah. Mugin Had a very shiny beak. Raven. You know ravens feed on carrion? Their beaks yeah. are always red. You oh, know what the red so is? Maybe, that's, maybe that's why Rudolph's beak was red. Yeah. Rudolph he was, was, he a, was, he was, he was a cannibal. He was eating the dead reindeers. Yeah. Oh, my God. The kids that were bad, they put in his sack, the black people put in his sack, they suffocated in that sack, and Rudolph ate them. So anyway, you heard it first. The ravens yeah. used to apparently inform uh, Wodan Odin about the good and bad behaviour of the mortals. Right. Uh, what he did with that information remains unclear. I would assume it wasn't given. It was North mythology. It wasn't given presents or not. <laughs> no, it's probably I'm, like I'm thinking more murder the whole village. It was that some, kind of it's some kind of mortal swipe left or right deal. <laughs> amazing, yeah, amazing. Um, so, Sinterklaas Feast. Sinterklaas Feast. The Feast of Sinterklaas. Sure, yeah. Arose during the Middle Ages. Um, the feast was an occasion to help the poor. Right. Whilst being not poor. So, what, why was was it at December? Was it at the end of the year? Yeah, was yeah. It, so is this at a time when there was a Gregorian calendar? Um, or was I'm it? A, I'm, I may actually have skipped a note. Um, St. Nicholas Day is traditionally celebrated as being the 5th or 6th of December. Right, okay. So right. it was midwinter. Sure, okay. As was. Right. Pre climate change. Sure. Um, and they would help the poor by bizarrely putting money in their shoes. Right. Now I'm not sure if this means the poor is queued up. With their shoes in one hand, yeah, and said, money "Put in their money shoes. in my shoes." Well, like running up to someone in the street and trying to tuck a fiver down the side of the Nikes. Okay, like but stood on the side of the road in bare feet, being like, "Any change?" Maybe that was it. You take your shoe off so you're closer to God because you're standing in the mud. I don't know. That feels like a reach, for sure. <laughs> Well, it, it could be. It mm-hmm. could be. This is all fucking weird. It it's might as a well thing. be. Yeah. It's a thing that persisted through to more or less modern day, whereby, sure. uh, fair enough, we hang out stockings. Right. Or, um, uh, yeah. yeah, that's uh, where stockings came from. Uh, okay, various parts cool. of Germany, yeah. various parts of uh, Europe, Central Europe, they yeah. still put their shoes on the windowsill or by the half. Okay. Uh, and Sinterklaas uh, uh, will bless... The family by giving them small gifts. <laughs> I'm guessing they're small because children don't have big shoes. My cats bless my shoes every week when I leave them out, and it sure as shit is it with presents. <laughs> it's with shit. It's with shit. <laughs> so yeah, in Belgium, uh, the Netherlands, in Luxembourg, and some parts of Germany, on the right. days leading up to the fifth of December, uh, the children put their shoes in front of the hearth. Yeah. Um, and they sing songs to Sinterklaas. Sure. Who doesn't? Often, they will place in the shoes a carrot or some hay to feed his horse. Ah, okay, so that's where the reindeer come, blah, 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 yeah. Uh, In exchange, they find a... I've written it. In exchange, they find a small gift in their shoes. Beautiful. Yeah. 
Honestly, God, if that doesn't lead to a prevalence of people climbing down chimneys and jerking off into kids' shoes, I don't know what will. Well, I must admit, it sounds a bit like Santa has a foot fetish. It does. It does. Shoes. Oh, no, stockings are also good. I'm St. Nicholas and I left you a gift in your shoe. How, how big's your sock, Mike? <laughs> I like them better when they've been wet from the rain. They're just, you know, it's not, um, it's not a good look, St. Nick. It's not a good look, St. Nick. So, in most European cultures, if the child had been good, they got something delightful, like some candy or honey cakes or sure. whatever. If they'd been bad, they received a small stick. Sure. Representative of a much bigger stick that would be used to beat them. To beat them by a white guy in blackface who's going to nip into their house during the night. Maybe. Or just sure. their parents. Or just their parents, it's true. Yeah. 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 So, if St. Nicholas rewards the good children, right. who deals with the bad? I think I might have already said his name, but I think that might be a German thing. I don't know. Is it Krampus? Oh. It's not. It's St. Riculus. In several regions, including Austria, Bavaria, Croatia, the Czech Republic, Hungary, uh, St. Nicholas is accompanied on his rounds by a horned creature. A horned creature. Known. Well, he's a horned. Horned, not horny. Yeah, horned. Horned. Well, probably both. Make that, well, maybe. Known as... If... Krampus, half goat, half devil. All sex. <laughs> Krampus dates back to pre-Christian Alpine tradition. Pre-Christian Alpine tradition? Yeah. So what's, oh, sorry, so what is Alpine tradition? Alpine tradition being you live in the mountains, <laughs> Where and all the pine if trees you go are. <laughs> to the mountains, you might not come back. Okay, okay, sure. Okay. And if you don't come back, why? Well, probably because you fell down a hole and died. Or a bear got you. Or Krampus. <laughs> or Krampus. Normally it's a bear, but it's very specific six weeks, it was Krampus. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, the thing is, it's that weird... So we make a big thing about Christmas because, frankly, we live in a place that is wet yep. during winter. Sure. Winter was a big deal, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. It yeah, was like, cold. Yes, And you absolutely. didn't have double glazing central heating. It's, in a place that has, like, legit seasons, it's a big thing. Well, that includes everywhere during the Middle Ages. Um, oh, sure. Not everywhere. I mean, I'm guessing Morocco was still pretty toasty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure, yeah. The Sahara uh, didn't exist The snowy yet. plains of Morocco before climate change. Okay, uh, no one's saying that. <laughs> but no, it's, it's a big thing. And also, you're talking about people whose life expectancy is measured in decades. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. centuries. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Christmas was a, a whole big deal. Yeah. The middle of winter, you set things on fire... Not to celebrate setting things on fire, but because they keep you warm and alive. Well, that's like things like uh, housewarming used to be a thing where you literally warmed up the house. Yeah. People came around and bought wood. Yeah. And they all, you burned all the wood that people bought yes. to warm the house up. So because you had to warm the thing you up. Anthropomorphize um, this character that at that time of year will yeah. hunt young children who are bad. Which is building um, in everything from uh, from Black Peter of the hitting with the birch sticks and all that kind of stuff. Well, it, sack, to be honest, Krampus predates Black Peter by a oh, long really? shot. Yeah, oh, it's Alpine okay, wow. pre-Christian. Wow. Bear in mind, so pre-Christian means everything before about so it's like, 100 BC. It's like pagan and that kind of business. Yeah, way back well, when. You know, back when Christmas was still Christmas. Back when it was Christmas just called was something Yule. else. <laughs> yeah, Yule, yeah. 
Saturnalia um, or whatever it's anyway, called. Anyway, so Krampus uh, has some fun facts. Uh, he's a like goat Krampus. and he's a devil. He's a goat and a demon and he no. carries chains. Right. For no reason at all other than they're creepy. But he puts the kids in a bag, right? Ah. Uh, Does he chain them up? Uh, maybe. Um, the chains, however, and this is brilliant, mm. the chains are something, sometimes, in some legends, they're accompanied by the fact that he has different sizes of bells attached right. to the chains. Right. You re- have you seen the movie Krampus? No. Directed by Michael Doherty? I, I, I have, however, sung All of that. In all of that innocence, is in that movie. Yeah. Jingle bells. Oh, shit. Jingle bells, Batman smells. Robin threw away. Where do you think the bells came from, Michael? They're oh. Krampus bells. So this is a conversation for an hour about how everything in Christmas is way more sinister than you think it is. Oh, yeah. Jingle bells. Right, so he also carries... So small bells, is... good big bells, bad? I don't know. That's what she says. Too many bells? <laughs> you hear really bells know, coming yeah. at Christmas. Run and hide, little children. Run and hide. My God. He also carries right. uh, something that's called uh, Ruten, or Rutten. Right. Not sure how you pronounce it. Um, and these are bundles of birch branches that, okay. of course, he used to beat children. He kids with, kids with, yeah. So I between this, the bells the and the birch sticks, is it not just a video for E17 Stay Now? Uh, is that well, not the foreboder of doom? And also, uh, sepulture... No. Um, <laughs> no. In, in, in Styria, mm. um, the rutten bundles, the birch stick bundles, are actually presented as a gift to families from Krampus. Right. The sticks are painted gold... And they leave oh, them right. yeah. in the home yeah. to remind children... You better be good, motherfucker. Krampus is coming. Wow. Do you know, Christmas is starting to feel a little bit like fascism. It's a bit scary, actually. Funny Don't you forget say that, because someone's watching. <laughs> Krampus is not the only companion of St. Nicholas. In Southwestern Germany... Mussolini. <laughs> no, Saint Hitler. Perfect. Saint Adolf. He was Austrian, same as Krampus. <laughs> no, meanwhile, in Southwestern Germany, oh, uh, you have a character called the Belschnickel. Right. The Belsnever? Basically, Belschnickel. <laughs> no, he's a tramp. Right. He wears a mask that has a long tongue. Right. Oh my god. He also carries a birch switch. To Guess hit what kids he does with. with? He hits the children. People are super into hitting but kids with birch. He carries pockets of candies and and and, and to tempt chestnuts. them into his van. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because it was in the 17th He's century. He's meant to reward Come and the get good in my van. Oh god. Um, <laughs> his catchphrase is. Christmas has to have something for daddy. The best one I like is the <laughs> traditional, uh, the ancient French uh, character called uh, Père Froutade. Right. Literally translates as Father Whipper. Father Whipper. Who accompanies St. Nicholas on his <laughs> rounds. And either, if you're not quite so bad, he gives you a lump of coal. Oh, so that's where that comes from. I mean, getting but off He easy. also carries a large whip. <laughs> Right, so basically, the long-lasting tradition of Christmas, the through line of the tradition of Christmas is kids are getting whipped. Or beaten. Or beaten, or, or put in a sack. Yeah. Arguably eaten by a red-nosed raven. We haven't confirmed that one. <laughs> Did we cut that bit out? I no, that one's fine. <laughs> right, so. <laughs> Fucking hell, Rob. 
So the through line of Christmas really is, if you're good, somebody of some variety is going to turn up and give you a present. Maybe. You better be good. But if you're not good, you some better kind not of cry. monster is going to turn because up. Because Santa Claus has come to town to beat your ass. He's going to whip you with a birch. Or, or put you in a sack. Or put you or in a sack and kidnap you. Put you in a sack and you. take you away. Yep. Arguably scarier. Take you away to an undisclosed location. It depends on who was taking you. It's either hell or more occupied Spain. <laughs> more occupied, oh my God. And to be honest, yeah. I've been to Spain. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, in a non-horrible place in the world, oh somebody's whipping kids with birch leaves. No, I love this. Or something. This makes no sense, right? You'll have noticed that so far in the podcast... it's been cohesive so far. <laughs> there has been no mention of Father Christmas. Sure. We'll come on to him in a second. But there is also so a So many massive... people say Santa Claus isn't the thing, it's Father Christmas in England. You can't say Santa Claus, it's Father Christmas. I guess it's not, actually. Sorry, the politics jersey Facebook page, you're wrong. Well, they're about <laughs> to be a bit right, but... Oh, okay. Santa Claus travelled with the massive amount of Dutch and German immigrants across to America, America, America England, everywhere they travelled to. New also, Amsterdam, yeah. uh, down to uh, yeah. Pennsylvania with the Dutch. New Zealand, as we learnt. New Zealand is called New Zealand because there was literally a place in Holland that was called Zealand. Yeah. Not, they're not I don't in know why this, I said literally. They're not in my notes. Yeah. That's why New Zealand is um, called New Zealand. So, uh, the Americans mm. took um, uh, Christmas and Santa Claus and went big they ran with it yeah. yeah so we have Washington Irving's History of New York published in 1809 and he referred to Santa Claus as Santa Claus oh okay he wasn't did the first speak, one to you do think it or did you just bastardise it it was Americanized. yeah just right. bastardised um, uh, it was first used in the American press in uh, 1773 okay but nobody's sure where it's the Americans. They're not <laughs> right. being on record keeping. Oh no! It appeared in in written down in 1773. Oh, where? Irving, we don't know. Irving's Santa Claus was pictured as uh, a thick-bellied Dutch sailor with a pipe, and he wore a green winter coat. Are you talking about Popeye? <laughs> was he Dutch? Well, he does say he's got a weird accent. Let's be real. <laughs> I mean, not the Dutch accent is weird. Uh, I've done myself there, haven't I? A little bit. But I let you go with it. Just for the listener, we had to cut out me having a strop earlier about being a real snowflake, and it wasn't now I've just a strop. walked into it my was own. It's a valid thirty-minute-long discussion. It's very nice that you about, <laughs> about, about racism and how it has no place in a podcast for people who barely listen. Well, no, because we've got a podcast, so we need to make it very clear in my podcast that everyone that listens to it knows that I'm not a racist for some reason. But anyway, we cut that out. Unless it's against the Dutch or. Well, no, to, quote, the Dutch. to quote my favorite, my favorite, my favorite line in well, the only <laughs> funny line in in Austin Powers three. There's two things I hate: hatred of other people's cultures and the Dutch. <laughs> Pretty sure you said that last time. Also, it's not true, and I do like the Dutch. I've been there many times. It's great. Anyway, but anyway, so great waffles. Famous poem. Famous poem. Um, that was written in uh, December <laughs> of 1823. I definitely just made that worse. <laughs> it's called A Visit from St. Nicholas. Right. You would know it as Twas the Night Before Christmas. Oh, clatter, clatter, and all that kind of business. Uh, it was published in New York, yeah. um, and it describes St. Nicholas as being chubby and plump. Sure. A right jolly old elf. Oh, so he was an elf? 
with a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. I'm imagining a fat Orlando Bloom now. I'm imagining... And I'm, frankly, I've got a, a boner. Much, much smaller... <laughs> really? Hey, we're at that point That's in the podcast. For you. Hey, we're at that point in the podcast. Fuck it. <laughs> um, the key thing about that particular poem is, firstly, he made Santa an elf. Yeah. Like, tiny. Yep. Um, and secondly, he named the reindeer. Right. We'll come back to the reindeer in a moment. He named them the Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Dunder, and Blixum. Blixum, not Blitzum. Dunder Blixum. and Blixum were from old Dutch words that literally mean thunder and lightning. Oh, uh, yeah, sure, yeah. However, oh, wow. they were then changed to the cool. German sounding Donner and Blitzen, yeah. which mean bad kebab and fast. <laughs> I really, I really want to have something to retort to that, but that's too funny. Thunder <laughs> and uh, I mean, if you made a kebab out of that reindeer, it'd be better than most doner kebabs. If you make a kebab out of any animal that you've seen walking around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, one of the first artists to define uh, Santa Claus is modern image. Chap called Thomas Nast, who's an American right. cartoonist. Yes, indeed. Worked yeah. in the 19th century. Yeah. Worked for the New Yorker um, for a long time. And uh, published um, an illustration of Santa wearing the green and the fur and the big beard. And so, uh, Santa as we know him, but green. Yeah. Well, green slash red. And just, 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 just point to me when you want me to ask the question. I will. Um, <laughs> that appeared in Harper's Weekly. Meanwhile, in Britain... We had, weirdly, because we are fundamentally pagan at heart until sure. we were invaded by the French, ah. who are fundamentally pagan but a bit less pagan. They're like, they're uh, like pagan no, but they like drink Back wine and smoke all while. We were invaded by the Romans, who were pagans, no, was, not pagan but their own version of pagans. It was the Gauls, then the Romans. It, wasn't, it was the Gauls, then the Romans. Gauls, Romans, Normans. I always forget. Gauls, Romans, Normans, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um... <laughs> So we have this massive influence of Christmas, but it's all based right. on Old Norse. Was it called Sam, Sam, who also Samurai, invaded yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. Um, Saturnalia. Is Saturnalia. What that's what I'm saying. Uh, that does not thing. feature because um, I get accused of being Sheldon enough. Um, <laughs> well, I've had, I, having had a hug from you, I get it. It was wet but enjoyable. It was stiff but enjoyable. <laughs> no, I was stiff, and you enjoyed it. I'll keep setting them up and you keep knocking them out of the park. So bear in mind that we have, um, for example, we've inherited a whole bunch of shit from people who invaded us. Yeah. Uh, including uh, the Norse god Odin. Sure, Odin. yeah, indeed, yeah. Um, he was given the name in uh, Britain. Um, I can't even begin to pronounce this. So I'm going to say Jolfaor. Sorry? Jolfaor, which translates as Yule yeah. Father. Ah, Okay. So um, we're, com we're, again, going back to confusing Father Christmas with Odin, then, of Yule Well, no, Yule he father. was, apparently, briefly. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yule, of course, after Christianity. Yule, of course, of course, of course, of course. Um, <laughs> became Christmas. <laughs> right. Yule and Christmas became interchangeable. Yeah. Uh, the Christmas Father, or Father Christmas, persisted. Yep. And Father Christmas, importantly, in Britain, was in charge of feasting and drinking. So he's like... Bacchus. So do yeah. we? So do we independently come up with Father Christmas, and America independently came up with Santa Claus that became Santa Claus? No, then? backtrack. 
But as I'm saying, we came from the same. Came from the same thing. Is based then... on Norse myths of right, Odin. Okay. okay, okay. And it went over to America. Meanwhile, yeah, yeah. the Norse myths of Odin came to the UK. Yeah. We invent Father Christmas. They right. invent Santa Claus. Yeah. And in a moment, it's going to come together faster than Pyro when he enters a library. Nice. I didn't laugh because I just respected that joke so much. I was just like, that um, is amazing. Father Christmas persists in Britain until the Puritan Revolution. Fucking Oliver Cromwell, isn't it? Cancel Christmas. Fucking Oliver Cromwell. No dancing. No. Retold as a modern retelling in Footloose. They did it because, yeah. Fucking Oliver be Cromwell. <laughs> Better told in Robin Hood Men of Thieves. Nice. By the Sheriff of Nottingham. Fucking Ely in Ely, Ely in Cambridgeshire, right? Yeah. That's where he, like, he set up residence. I know things. I know things. Fucking Oliver Cromwell. So we're skip- that's why we can't dance, right? In Jersey. That's why we can't dance yeah, after, no, on bank holidays, this is right? a Cromwellian yeah, yeah. holdover. Yeah, 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 yeah. A Puritan holdover. Also it's, a, it's a Cromwellian humbug. It's a Cromwellian humbug is what it, humbug is, oh. what it is yeah. Um, Fuck that guy. He kind of sounds like an arsehole. I mean, listen, I never met him, but he sounds like a dick. He was. And there's many, many good books, including Start With Wolf Hall. Read that. Okay. It, it oh. won, like, the Booker Prize and shit. Maybe it's I insanely will. good. Maybe I will. Uh, it's also this thick. You can't he, see he, how uh, you can't see, but he said it was super thick. It was super no, I said it was a pamphlet. <laughs> Get through it in a night. <laughs> he just met me before, and I'm like, well, I've lost interest. Um, after the restoration, Christmas was no longer forbidden, sure. but they'd spent a few years not doing it, and they kind of forgot, and we're like, fuck it, let's make it up. No, they kind of just forgot about it. No, oh. miserable time. No Christmas, pretty much through the 18th century. Wow. I'm guessing they... Which was already a pretty miserable fucking... <laughs> yeah. They could have done with some Christmas. <laughs> could have. Victorian times, however, the 19th century... Because Albert and, and Victoria sudden, famously love, love that shit. Cool. German, ha, ha, right? Ha. German, right? German history, German yeah. tradition coming back in, revitalising... Christmas part trees. Of Christmas, who all of a sudden, basically... It combined with a bunch of things. So... Uh, trying to boy spirits from the a lot of people who were fucking miserable. The Americanism of Father Christmas came <laughs> right. back from the colonies. Sure. And I can call them that because I am English. Sure. No, I think they were um, the colonies. That's not problematic. That's fine. In the 1850s. And I know because apparently I'm the guard of problematicness. And apparently there's this weird thing where they were like, well, hang on a minute. You've got the Queen and the King who celebrate this. Yeah. They talk about Santa Claus, and we've got this thing coming back from America. So it's fashionable. Right. And it was all about fashion, follow sure. the monarch. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but that sounds a lot like this guy that we've had in a cupboard. He's a bit dusty, but. <laughs> this guy we've had in a cupboard, like a Harry Potter situation. All of a sudden. <laughs> oh, look, it's Father Christmas. Yeah, Father Christmas yeah, is yeah, Santa yeah. Claus. And it's yeah. all Odin, and it's all gravy. Let's run through some of the elements of the Father Christmas legend. Right. So, the chimney. The chimney. And going Listening down, it. down the chimney, the ravens. Yeah. So and we've got Odin Black Peter. And Sinterklaas and Black Sinterklaas Peter. Sinterklaas and Black Peter, yeah, absolutely. But also, the Italians uh, have um, a piece <laughs> of folklore. Me love. I don't know why. Feels bad. I feel bad now. The Italians. <laughs> hey, Tony, I got a no job. To quote, what do you know? I have to go up at the gym. No, I go down at the we gym. need to stop. I said at the beginning we were going to start doing bad accents, and Jesus Christ, what are you talking about? That was perfect. But as long as we don't do Latvian, now that we're number six, let's not do Latvian. This is true. This is maybe why also, we're trending. Also, shout out to Latvia. Latvia for being number six. Thank you I mean, very thank you much. so much. 
I, I didn't look up what thank you is in Latvian, but imagine I said it. And I don't know if I said this before, but the fact that we've dropped from 126 to 129 in Papua New Guinea, pull your finger out, guys. One of you got shrunken heads. See, that was racist. See, that was straight up. Uh, that, that was straight up racist. Oy. Uh, 129, so, fuck them. <laughs> in Italian folklore, they have a character called Befana, who is an old woman or a witch, okay. who delivers gifts to children yeah. throughout Italy during Epiphany Eve. Right, okay. The Eve of Epiphany being, uh, Epiphany being January 6th. Yeah. Uh, the Eve of Epiphany, funnily yep. enough, being January the 5th. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah. she does so by going down the chimney. And this is like this ancient Italian thing. Right, okay. That has no connection to anything. Doesn't Baba Yaga go down chimneys as well? In Russian folklore? Yes. No, oh, yeah, sure. Oh, have I totally stopped no, your thunder? No, no, it's fine. I didn't put that in the notes. Because no, okay, I was right. basically at this point, I was like, oh my God, everything's connected. Everybody goes down a chimney, goddammit. <laughs> uh, the red robes. Right. So, not have, the Wookiee robes of life of, of life day. Uh, no, uh, we have Sinterklaas wearing a red cape. Yes, of and course. Also, to be honest, this seems a bit of a stretch. It's like our red robes belong to Santa. They belong to a whole bunch of people, including yes, royalty. Does, does Santa and wear a cloak? He wears like a robe, right? Well, no. No, I'm trying to think about Santa in a parade. Does he have a cloak when on, did you or has he got red pajamas on? He should have a, 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 a like an ovary thing. A big woolly dress, uh, or he has a big woolly jacket and yeah. big woolly trousers, sure. which are red and white. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, you asked me to point at you. When I'm I need pointing. to ask the question. So, the reason that he's red and not green is because of Coca Cola, right? Firstly, dear listener, Mike knows that this is wrong. <laughs> I'm just setting you up, bruh. But yeah, no, it's completely <laughs> bullshit. Um, they were um, a, a chap called... Um, it was Sony. It was Sony no, that bought him. <laughs> it's IBM. Oh, no. That's not a thing. Is it really a thing? No. Oh, thank fuck. No, a chap called... I Hel- mean, you know they made Hadon, computers for the Nazis. Adolf <laughs> Sundblom. Right. Um, was a marketing guy who depicted and drew mm. Santa Claus for the Coca-Cola company. And that's right. the Santa, by the way, that you see on the back of the truck. Yeah, sure, that's yeah, yeah. That's his Santa. Ah, uh. That's how um, I mark Christmas, by the way. The first time I see that advert, that means it's Christmas. Well, yeah, of course. And sometimes it's November 25th, and sometimes it's literally d- December 20th. But until and I see that, until I see that holiday is coming, fucking advert. Sometimes, it's not because I have very bad TiVo management, it's July 7th. <laughs> you know, they banned that for this year from Watford. What? So the truck. There is a legit truck that drives oh, the, around the, the UK and the gives Coke out cans truck. of Coke. The Coke truck drives around. Really, Watford banned and the Watford Coke truck. And Watford banned it because they're concerned, as many towns are in uh, in England, that it's promoting fat kids. Yes. And I say, just be better par- parents. They do a diet version. And also in every can now they say, this is two servings and blah, 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 which is lip service and bullshit. But also, if... It's like putting warning packet warning signs on. Pa- oh my god, I'm on my soap, soapbox again. A little bit. It's silly bullshit. Just fucking take your responsibility of yourself. Anyway, I love the Coke truck. I think it's amazing. So, Coca-Cola not the first to invent Santa Claus. They did not right. copyright Santa Claus. So just they a, are not the reason. The Santa marketing Claus guy that worked for them happened to depict him in red. Best thing is that he wasn't even the first one to do it. He ripped it off from a right. company called White Rock Beverages who had already used a red and white Santa to sell mineral water and ginger beer. 
Ah. Until in 1923. I said, oh, I'm going to love ginger beer. That was weird. But uh, Earlier still, Santa, as we would now recognise him, was featured on the cover of Puck magazine. Oh, no, I have heard of it. Yeah, I have heard of that. I've heard of Puck magazine at least, yeah. yeah. Well, I I would bloody well hope so. It's the best (laughs) Pucking magazine out there. A a political magazine from the 20s? Why wouldn't you have heard of it? (laughs) (laughs) It was 1909, by the way, the first time. 1909? um, Wow. Yeah, I think so. First time they put Santa on the cover. Right. Red and white. It's a thing, wow. and nobody knows where it came from. It just made him red. But it was red it's or green It's a nicer colour than purple, green, I guess. It's brighter or, or something, or yeah. whatever the fuck. Yeah, artistic Maybe it had license. more red ink. Maybe yeah. red was Maybe he literally didn't have green that day. It honestly might have been that. That's amazing. Uh, so, Reindeer and the North Pole. Sure. This comes from... Oh, God. Now we're going way back, way back again to oh Finland. <laughs> sure. Wow. And a character who's called... Julupuki. I'm sorry, say what? Julupuki? Unipuki, yeah, of course, yeah. Originally a pagan tradition. Yeah. It literally, Julupuki refers to, it translates as Christmas goat. Right. Or the Yule goat. <laughs> the Yule goat. Now, this gets tricky because the Yule goat is a much, much older thing again. Fuck me. We're not going so into it. So we're not doing a whole episode on the Yule goat. No, no. But it's a whole other um, thing that they merged. Yep. For, and they now have yeah. this idea that basically... Uh, Yulupuki is a man who may or may not become a goat on Christmas Eve. Right. Because um, that would make it easier to, to deliver presents. warm red robes. Right. And he uses a walking stick. He travels in a sleigh. It's northern Finland. Yeah, sure. Everyone walks in a sleigh. Um, yeah, pulled say. by a number of reindeer who live in Finland. Right. Fuck me, Christmas is bullshit, isn't it? No, This was meant to brilliant. be like a fun Christmas thing, and this, it turns out it's all a lie. Now, this is the best bit. Yes. So, according to Finnish <laughs> it's tradition, <the> bit. <laughs> Yulupuki lives in a place called Kurva Tunturi. Kurva? No. <laughs> Kurva Tunturi. Uh, sorry. My d- apologies, d- by the way, to all of our Finnish Poli- listeners. Our Polish I am listeners. massacring and this. And our Polish listeners. My Polish <laughs> listeners will get why he's laughing. Um, it's a fell in Lapland right. on the border between Finland and Russia. So how did that get merged with Santa and Father Christmas and everything else? According and to shitload Finns, of Finnish people moved to New York. According to the Finns, this is where Yulupupuki right. has his workshop. Right. Where he works with a load with of elves, elves right, okay. to make gifts for Finnish children. Right. Fuck me. Now, apparently, the elves in, in Finland, the gnomes, right. are also responsible for analysing weather patterns. Right. For, the, for his flight. To determine whether or not he can go round the world Honestly, to give gifts. Honestly, we've just done the Star Wars Holiday Special, and this is more exhausting. <laughs> What the actual fuck? The best thing is if you uh, look at the fell on Google Maps, right. and you can, Yeah. people are actually, uh, it looks a bit like an ear. It's kind of like a crescent shape. Okay. And they say that because he's based that far north, and this right. is how geography works, and because it's that shape, he can hear, he can hear the yeah. whispered wishes yeah, of all the children I around you're the world. I say that, goddammit. I'm sorry, that is fucking beautiful. No, sorry, it makes sense, and goddammit, that is beautiful. So... Fuck me, Rob, this is mental. <laughs> so how did that get combined? I don't know, Finnish people turned up in America or England at some point. And Finnish just people all got went south, went left, went no. right. 
And all of a sudden, everybody's desperate for Christmas. And I'm going like, to very, num, 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 very num, quickly num. get on my soapbox, and I'm going to leave it really quickly. Is this not the best example of multiculturalism of all time? Yes. Is this not the best example of melting pots cultures ever? Also, you'll notice that we haven't heard from the Chinese, the Indians, or anybody pretty Japanese much... Japanese Santa is legit terrifying too. That's crazy. I do know a bit about that because I've watched the episode of The Simpsons. That's good. I, yeah. I don't... So I highly recommend that. watching that episode where the gay guy comes to The Simpsons' house and they learn the spirit of Christmas by distracting reindeer with a Japanese Christmas Father Christmas robot. That is insane. So this is just European Father Christmas as well. This is not the Philippines or Christmas or Japan or China. I didn't dare go further abroad. No. Well, you know they eat KFC on Christmas in Japan, Japan and China and Japan. Why that not? is legitimately a big thing. That is a big thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why. I've probably watched a documentary about it, but let's do that next year. Okay. Next year, let's do next Asian year, Christmas. Let's do Asian Christmas or because that definitely won't be more Asia. racist than this one, which has already not been great. <laughs> Maybe let's not do it. Maybe let's, it's unless, time. Unless Michael, we can get a Chinese time. guy or a Japanese guy to come on and tell us about it, let's not be two white people talking it, about it that. Can't be me pretending to be. We've already Chinese. been two white guys on the internet talking about Star Wars this year. Let's not do that as well. Again. <laughs> Again. Right. So, are you ready? I'm ready. We have an amazing fact. Oh fuck! I thought it was a quiz. Okay, I'm ready for an amazing fact. <laughs> There's a quiz too, isn't there? Maybe. Oh, fuck me. Okay, amazing fact. The amazing fact is not so much amazing fact, it is amazing maths. So it's not an amazing fact. It's pretty amazing. Have we got an amazing um, maths theme? No, you asked me if <laughs> yes, we, a long time ago, in fact, if we could do an entire episode on how could Santa deliver presents to all the children Can in, I just say, in the world. I didn't ask you a long time ago for the listener. I asked you a long time ago for us because we've been recording for way longer than it should have taken. Also, I didn't ask you while we were recording. However... You asked me two years ago. <laughs> oh, Okay. That if was we could a do a time. thing where we're like, oh, what if Santa had to do it for real? You're right. I remember every moment of every podcast we've ever done, so you're correct. Well, that's good, because they're on record. <laughs> like if we didn't record them, isn't it? So how long would it take him? Well. What, what, well, I mean, depends on what speed he's flying at, right? Thanks to a chap called Larry... African or European Sparrow. <laughs> Swallow. Swallow, shit. Let me take that again. African or European sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> so witty. It's good because I said the same bird at the same time. No. Did you no. mean to? Yeah, I did. <laughs> and we're still recording. This is perfect. So how long would it take him? My little sparrow. <laughs> Santa has to deliver gifts to 200 million children spread over 200 million square miles. Go okay. Take. A child per square mile. Apparently. Doesn't seem right, straight off the bat, but okay. You sure? There's got to be more than one child per square... Oh, on average, across the whole world, okay. Two-thirds of the world is water. That, and also quite a lot of the world, (laughs) is incredibly sparsely populated. (laughs) And they they say there's no room for immigrants. Let's have that conversation. No, definitely not. Anyway, you're saying... (laughs) 
You keep telling me to not be in my soapbox, so I Each, just... <laughs> I didn't mean, like, take your soapbox, set it on fire, and use the ashes to black up oh, and go no. on a rampage the around the thing, The worst thing is we've lost Boris Johnson as a listener now. It's a nightmare. Anyway, you were saying... I'll live. Um, because each household has 2.67 children. Sure, every household, that's there true. Are 75 million homes to visit. Yeah. And the average distance between homes is about 1.63 miles. So Santa needs to cover 122 million miles. Wow. To deliver all the presents to all the children. So in one night, and what are we regarding as one night? How many uh, hours? Well, we are regarding it oh, as... Taking into consideration that the, you know, yeah. the sun is the entire moving lot, around right. and everything else. Yeah. So. The earth is moving, not the sun, sorry. <laughs> well, the sun is moving, but you know what I mean. I know how the world works. Let's move on. <laughs> Fucking hell. Are you sure? <laughs> Do you use really a Monty Python song? <laughs> We're expanding. Oh, this is gone. The wheels have come um, off here. Come right, on. So, to cover the distance in 24 hours, which sure. is wrong, for one. But whatever, um, yeah, fine. Santa Claus sleigh would need to travel at an average speed of 5 million miles an hour. Seems reasonable. Well, it's... About 130 times. <laughs> Five million miles an it's hour. It's 130 times slower than the speed of light, and oh. if you have magic, but also obey it's physics. Slower than the speed of speed of light, though. But it's not. It's not. It's not physics. It's magic, isn't it? Well, yeah, but even magic has to obey physics. What about, like, if you put into consideration the uh, interstellar type physics, where like, you're maybe we're near oh. a black hole and we don't realise. Six weeks. That is insane. Six weeks? Yeah, no, this guy. So Larry Silverberg. That's not six weeks, is it? 500 million? No. No, Larry Silverberg, who is actually a professor of mechanical and aerospace engineering, Mm -hmm. went to have a chat with his quantum physics colleagues and worked out there is a concept called quantum pockets, whereby if Santa wanted to do this at normal speed and still cover it off, they could probably mathematically do it based on him spending six weeks that was basically time compressed into right. 24 hours. But it would surely the speed would tear the faces off all the reindeers and him. Well, no, because they're in the pocket. They're fine. Oh, they're in the quantum pockets, of course. Yes. What an idiot. I'm sorry. Oh, no, if you do it normally, then yes, the reindeers are, sure. are chum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, delicious. And then you know what the worst thing about that is? The Krampus' sharks, they'd be all over him. Uh-huh. Do we mention Krampus' sharks? He is a sleigh led by if, sharks. If you prefer, <laughs> maybe I would travel at a reindeer's top speed. Right. Which and this, by the way, is the amazing fact. How fast do you think a reindeer can go? Ten? Fifteen? Miles an hour? Forty-eight miles an hour. A reindeer can't run at forty-eight right. miles an hour. I'm sorry, I didn't give a fuck about the state, the, the, the Santa Claus thing. They can't run at forty-eight miles an hour. With the following wind down a hill. So you're telling me if I had a sleigh, you know, if skates. I was Jersey Santa, this island speed limit is forty, and my you reindeer, and I had six reindeer, no less. I get pulled over for speeding. Seven. Oh yeah, because Rudolph, sure, yeah. But yeah, really. Apparently. 48 miles an hour. Right, so you drive at 40 miles an hour, you spend one uh, minute. Do you know why? At each, why? Do you know why I don't believe that? Because they never run that fast when I'm sat on the back. Because they're carrying me, aren't they? Yeah, but they're carrying Santa and gifts for everybody. Well, magic Santa, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> spend a minute at each house, so you have two and a half million hours of travel time. Yep. And 1.25 million hours of delivery time, yeah. which equates to 
3.8 million hours total. <laughs> Fucking hell. 433 years. Every year. Yeah. In a day. Right, so, what we're saying is, if you ever want to, you know, get your kids over the hump, get them to listen to this. And by the hump, I mean put them into therapy. <laughs> we should really open with this. If there are any children still listening, Santa Claus is real. Yeah, definitely real. Don't worry about physics and um, the enormously scattergun, random, weird tree of stories that became him. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. It's definitely not your mum and dad. So, the only thing that's left is to ask you a question. Go on. After all of this, and given that it is Christmas... Chill. It is. Do you believe... You know what I really wanted to do was burst into the song of I Believe in Santa Claus by Frank Sinatra. But I'm not going to, and I will say, I'll believe in whatever makes kids happy. Which sounds creepy, you know, that I've said it out loud. But also, no, of course I don't. Are you insane? Also, I do believe, in the spirit of Christmas, which is just generally all getting along and being a bit drunk. Well, they call me back though, Santa. I make my rounds about the break of day. I said they call me back door, Santa. Make my rounds about the break of day. I make all the ladies happy while the men are out at play. This is bad. Both this joke and this sanctuary. <laughs> Right. Some, some of us actually don't like a bucket of wine. Well, have you got two broken hands? And yeah, there we go. <laughs> Whoa. Have a barrel of wine. Hey, thank you. I would like to mention at this point that our producer has left because he's just not putting up with this shit. <laughs> this has gone off the rails faster than the train that's been retired. It's a bad time. <laughs> we, always, we always wait for the length of time that the jingle is, even though that we edit this. We could be quiet for a second, but we sit quietly for 30 seconds. I like to think it's in respect. <laughs> so weird. We How do it amazing every time. is this? In fact, it's amazing enough that we go. It better be. Oh. This has been pretty amazing already. Let's uh, be funny. Our back <laughs> ammo, by the way, was Krampus. <laughs> yes, Krampus. Say it again. Krampus, the movie directed by Michael Doherty with Adam Scott, no. is amazing. No. It's a fantastic Christmas film. Oh, right, sorry. That's not what we're talking about. But no, on. but Grandpa's the movie, directed by Godot, is fantastic. Uh, he also directed Godzilla, King of the Monsters, proving, once again, don't give them more money. That was an amazing film. It was fine for 45... It, you know what? It was amazing for 45 minutes, but the back half is bad. What? Yeah, it's bad. The back half is bad. It's only bad when Eleven gets trapped in a baseball field. <laughs> Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> anyway. Anyway, Krampus, 